Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey, pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode, once again, of Fly Cool Shit, the best gosh darn aviation podcast on the planet. And I'm Mark. And gosh darn it, people like me. And, and I'm it, People <laughs> like us. And we're powered by Lift Aviation, which is gosh darn it, the best aviation company on the planet. Ah, oh, gotta love Lift. Lifty Lift. I love them. I love them. You um, know, do you believe in karma? I do actually believe in karma. Okay. I'm going to, I didn't even tell you this because you were, um, you know, being a daddy and a good, good old family man taking your uh, family on vacation. But I had something incredible happening. Do tell. So, our last episode um, might have went a little hard uh, on the uh, influencers. And then, like, you have people that are, you know, genuine and, we do it right. Um, not to say that uh, we, you know, we're the judge, but um, but we don't try. Like you and I don't. I don't think we really try. We just kind of talk talk a bunch of uh, topics and just let it all hang out. Like we don't prep or anything, right? Totally. And we have fun, and it's genuine. I, at least that's what we're saying, and you have to believe us. But anyway, yeah, I was at the airport. Um, I went flying a couple of days ago, um, and I'm landing. And taxiing back to the hangar, and I hear on the radio like, uh, you know, pit special ten miles out, uh, landing Brookhaven. So um, there's no pit specials on the airport, and the guys there's there's a pits here, but it wasn't him because his hangar door wasn't open, and I uh, it didn't sound like him. I was positive, so I'm like, oh, cool, somebody on a uh, a cross country stop in a Brookhaven, pretty neat. Um, so. <laughs> The guy, uh, he lands, he taxis up to the fuel farm, gets out, and um, I walked over to him, you know, to see if he needed any help or anything, because I'm a good citizen, and um, introduced myself. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Um, welcome, you know. I'm like, I'm, uh, my name is Jeff. How are you? He goes, are you Jeff from Fly Cool Shit? And I was like, no way. Fuck, swear to God. That is awesome. How fucking cool is that? That is awesome. And the guy turned out to be an awesome dude. And now we're now I have a new friend. I've added to my list of two friends. <laughs> <The third> friend. <laughs> You've doubled your friends list. No, he's a really he's from Mass. Cool guy. Uh, I won't give the last name, but his first name is Steve. Um, and hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, and I uh, gave him some lift swag. Um, I'm going to mail him some other shit, but uh, really, really awesome guy. Listens to the show. And Thank um, you for listening. Yeah, uh, so it was like a really cool, uh, cool moment. Um, I like it when people, and I like that, like you know, like he he's a cool guy, and like you know, most people, not most people, but some people, you know, how to try to act too cool, like oh, I don't, oh, Jeff, oh, nice to meet you. Meanwhile, they they could have just been like, hey, are you the guy from that shitty podcast? And I would have been like, yes, that's <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> you don't even have to name the podcast. We know exactly who what you're talking about, and yes, that's me. Yeah, like just he's just honest, like. Like, but some people try to play like they don't know you. Like, remember that whole thing with uh, 
I don't know shit. But um, basically somebody pretended, not that I'm not important, but like I knew they knew me because they knew my airplane. They knew everything. Yeah. Uh, they knew about nationals. Like, he, and Jeff is not a, a super common name, um, like Mike or something. Um, and then like towards the end of that day, um, you know, I'm talking about the person that acted like they didn't know me. Um, they knew all about, it. they were telling things about me that you would only know about me if you were friends with me or knew my name. So like, yeah. just don't play. Just yeah. be real. But anyway, it was a fucking incredible moment. That's cool. And, um, I love that. Yeah. And like, we're, you know what? I won't even say the I word. I think we should refuse to say the I word. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm game. I'm yeah. No, I'm I'm game. Because uh, I mean, I think people people know how we feel about that word and then that world. And um, I got a little bit of feedback from that episode too. And I don't feel like we got we went as hard as we wanted to go. Could have went really <laughs> we, hard. We throttled <laughs> uh, quite a bit. We were so we were so throttled back. It's like when you start your engine and you don't have enough throttle to get it going. Yeah. It's like every you time know? you press the gas, it's, it wants to quit. So you're just like, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, gonna let we, it were, chill. we were, we were there. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think um, most people, I think that the, the general consensus too, from the feedback I received is that I think a lot of people recognize when, so you have actual influential people, right? And now the, the word influencer has a stigma, but, you know, and we've, we named several people that like, you know, they just, they put themselves out there the flying's good or bad their journey is good or uh, is up and down and you just follow yeah. them and that's genuine. genuine and that's great and then you you have people that um literally i mean it's, it's really fascinating and really unique um almost act like they are reporters for a product right like they have a camera they're in front of the camera they're walking around and it's just a product placement it's a it, they are selling it's not even that they're fake influencing, like it's transcended pretending to be somebody that you care about when they're not somebody there. Now we have those, we've talked about them, um, but it, it, Sun and Fun was a really weird, um, it's a really weird show. Oshkosh is the same way, but um, where you had these on Instagram, it's just the, the, the rapid fire of pushing themselves out there to be seen and the companies, it's interesting to see the companies that that align to it and the companies that it's don't. And really interesting. I don't think they have a clue. Well, and that's. I think know, they, I they, they're they looking at it on face value and yes. they don't really look into it. That So that, and not to make this another podcast about that, but that's exactly <laughs> the realization that I came to. It was, it's that, you know, from a company standpoint, right? It's advertising. So the company wants advertising. The influencers want either money or product, or both, or exposure, or all three, right? So you have this 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 kind of thing where a company says, oh, you have 220,000 followers. That is good exposure. And maybe, you know, the likes on pictures and certain things aren't high. And we talked about that. Everybody, all these influencers are buying followers, unless you're female. I hate to, hate to be sexist about it, but that's that's the reality. You know, even even the female influencers are buying followers, but you know, you see a dude that's got five hundred thousand followers and he doesn't really do anything except every video is is kind of pushing something, and you're like, this doesn't make sense because you're not, you know, My Michael Goulian, 
is worth following because he's one of the best aerobatic pilots of all time. And he's a, a phenomenal air show pilot and a showman. And people follow him because of that. But then yeah, you have and whatever he like, uses, like that's the whole thing of in- influencing. I just want to get a word in there. Like, you know, like a person like Mike is going to use a product and you're going to go off of what he says because he has experience, you know, it's proven experience. And he's also and, got integrity. Yeah. And he's not going to back something that is just, just to like, for it's just, he's just not going to do it. I, you know? Oh. So like whatever I follow him and you know, I bought, he was sponsored by best tugs. I bought, I bought a best tug and it's yeah. fucking incredible. And like, I think it's worth every penny. Yeah. Um, you know, everything that he's ever put his name behind has been a great product. And like, we know of some products that like, or some companies that have tried to, to get him on board and like, and he just wasn't into it. Cause you know, not to say it was a bad product, but like for him, it didn't work. And like, well, and, and, and absolutely a hundred percent. And there's companies I won't name. Whereas you'll have all their people where they'll be like, I don't give a shit. Just give it to me so I can put it on my Instagram and look important. Totally. Totally. And you know, for some, and, and Rob's the same way, you know, like, um, you know, helmets, shoes, gloves, flight suits, um, anything in the cockpit. That's very personal. And you get used to the weights, the shape, the feel, um, maybe the look. Um, although I think for both of them, like actual look image of, of some, of how they look like, for example, a helmet, I think that is probably not as important. It's probably the least important, right? It's got to feel right. It can't feel funny. It can't move funny. It can't be heavier or uncomfortable. It has to, it has to work. And, you know, these, these, these pilots, like they're not going to use something that None of them. I, I don't know any aerobatic pilot that would push something that would be actively uncomfortable or dangerous or unsafe just because it's a product. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it, it's it's weird, interesting. I, I put myself in the in the shoes of the company of a, of a company that wants exposure because it's advertising. It's advertising dollars. You're taking you're taking X amount of money and allocating it to advertising. So where do you do? You do print media, uh, mailers. Uh, social media ads, so things uh, like on you know in the I'm using the quote unquote metaverse, so Facebook, Instagram, you know, uh, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, whatever you're doing these ads on, um, it's it's exposure, and so the from an influencer standpoint, you're paying for exposure, but I, I don't know that it's real genuine, and I certainly don't think that it turns into real dollar sales because I don't think anybody that's especially in like you know, the Warbird world, the stole drag world, backcountry, aerobatics, ag, heli, flying. Um, I don't know that anybody's going to be buying any product. I don't care what it is from somebody that is an influence. I don't think they're going to see a product that an influencer is showing and be like, I'm going to go get that. It's all, it's always from somebody that they know actually using the products in the field and they may have significantly less followers or let or or not be an influencer at all. It just just might be somebody. And it's like, you know what? I keep seeing this person always using things, uh, uh or always using this product. It must be worth looking at. And I think that's really what sells the products, but that's not what gets the exposure. It's a really this has been a really fascinating snapshot in the last couple of years of seeing uh, into the into the in the world of influencing and companies and and how they do that. And 
I don't know. It's fascinating. I, we keep talking about it. We don't have to keep we're gonna make it another <laughs> podcast, but um, uh, it, it was just really interesting. Yeah. No, it is. It is. But it's nothing. Nothing's gonna. Well, things might change. I mean, it's it's so new to the aviation market with these things with these influencers. I, I can't believe I just fucking said it. Every time I say it, I got to take a shot. Um, <laughs> it is no, it's new. It's it's in its it's in its infancy for sure. I just can't get over like. <laughs> let's let's move on. I get. Right, I'm having a great Friday. Let's keep it great. Let's keep it great. Let's keep the Friday great. Let's keep it going. Um, yeah. Can we talk about so, how I I really screwed up? Yes. Talk about so I just screens. got back from I just got back from New York. Oof, gross. And I didn't get to see you. And I, Luke Penner is there right now, and I didn't get to see Luke. You know, if you're from New York, the last thing you want to do is well, not the last thing, but like I hate going into the city now. I oh, really do. Do you know how often just... I go into San Francisco when people come into town? <laughs> zero (laughs) no and and i actually like not to get into like city crap but i love san francisco like it's it's a beautiful there's parts of it that are beautiful there's parts of it that are shitty there's that's every city but um i i'm not i'm not jumping uh i'm not chomping at the bit to do touristy stuff or go meet somebody downtown san francisco it's a nightmare um not to mention the fact that uh that it's worse in New York. I mean, you were probably, I don't know, a couple hours away from me. A uh, little bit less, but yeah. <laughs> Hour and 40. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I, no, I mean, I mean like driving with it. Like if, if you happen to hit traffic, that kind of stuff. Oh, well, I would take the train in. I wouldn't even bother doing the, uh, the drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would just, and then the train's like an hour and 20. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. That's not um, bad. what was your biggest takeaway from New York since you've been there last? Well, you were there recently, but like you didn't really get to like walk around like you did. Yeah, so um, I, I I go to New York, you know, semi often, uh, doing layovers. But you know, w- most people know. If you don't know, um, I'll I'll tell you is that an airline layover is not seeing the city. You know, having twenty four hours off somewhere is not. You can you can gauge whether some place is cool or not but it's like you can't you can't really spread out you can't do a whole lot it's not a lot of time um but i get a lot of those uh you know and i've spent time in in long island city uh obviously new york uh new york newark new jersey which yep. you know um is 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 new jersey um i spent actually quite a bit i spent more time probably in new jersey cuz i was in uh hackensack um I spent a month there years and years and years ago uh, doing training for a company that was based in Teterboro. Um, but this was like the first time I'd actually spent several days in New York City, and I freaking loved it. I loved it. Um, it's nice. city. It's bullshit. You know, there's there's poop on the streets. There's uh, homeless. There's crazy people. There's uh, everybody smoking weed. There's drunkenness. It's uh, Times Square is nuts. Um, but it's awesome. It's and that's every city, you know. It, it, there's just something about it that's awesome. I mean, uh, we saw, I've seen Hamilton and and Wicked multiple times before in San Francisco, um, but seen it on Broadway and it was the first time the kids had seen it. It that was awesome. Um, nice. It was it was great. I loved it. Great food. Um, in fact, uh, I even made a, a a Facebook post about this, but 
back when I was in New Jersey doing uh, training for the new company, um, I rode the train in and I was like, I'm just going to get lost. I don't, I didn't know anything about the city. I'd never been there. I was like, I'm just going to walk around and just check stuff out. And I, I happened upon a total hole in the wall Cuban restaurant that had like barely a sign out front, small little window on the door. It was not uh, totally unassuming, just in the side of, you know, one of the big uh, buildings on the, on the, um, on the street and like you walk in, it's like this narrow walkway, no windows inside and it's long and narrow. And it was like full of locals when I went in there and got a Cubano sandwich and a Cuban coffee. And it was like the best Cuban sandwich I'd ever had. Oh, nice. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. Fast forward to this past week. Um, we stayed at the muse, which is on uh 46 and seventh. So, Half block away from Times Square, right in the mix. It was an awesome hotel, super quiet. Couldn't have been better hotel wise. Um, it literally, like, I walk outside and uh, I asked the the uh, concierge. I was like, "Hey, uh, where's a good, you know, good spot for morning coffee for our stay here?" And they're like, "Well, there's a couple spots. There's a place across the street, and then there's a really good Cuban uh, spot for breakfast and great Cuban coffee." And I was like, "Oh man, I haven't had Cuban coffee in forever." In fact, I was like. I don't think the, I think the last time, I mean, it's been a little time in Miami, but I, it was either Miami or, or back when I was visiting New York and, um, walk in and I'm like, holy shit, this is the place I stumbled on randomly like seven years ago. Um, so it was super weird Crazy. and super cool to do that. But yeah, I got a, got a bunch of Cuban sandwiches and Cuban coffee over the few days, but it was, it was great, man. It was great to take the city in and, uh, had great food. Fantastic pizza, did Central Park and Natural History nice. Museum, a couple shows, um, obviously did the Times Square thing and, and all that. It was great. Flights were nice and easy. Oh, yeah. It was good. I heard you flew over uh, uh, Iowa, waved to uh, Aaron. I waved to Aaron. It looked really cold out there. <laughs> um, yeah, it looked really cold out there. But yeah, it was it was good. You know, kids were, kids loved it. It was fun. It was nice to get away. Uh, the airplane, the extra, we'll actually get to talking about flying now. Uh, I don't know how many minutes we're in, but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, airplane's still down for annual. Our IA uh, can only kind of work on it on the weekends. And so this will end up being like a three-week annual, but it's it's for no other reason other than really he only has a couple of days to work on it. So um, we're owner assisting it. We took the airplane apart. Um, he spent a couple of days going through the airplane. Everything looked great. And then started working on a few little things like regap and spark plugs. We have a few squawks that we wanted to take care of, like um, tailwheel, brake liner, uh, brake linings, um, a few other little things. So he, and he, yeah. you know, uh, repacked the wheel bearings and obviously all the good stuff you do on an annual. Um, and then um, had one issue where like he broke something uh, on the, on one of the brake, brake pads and just had to order a part. And so, yeah. So how we're, how we're long has it like, been down? Uh, this weekend will be the third week. Oh, okay. That's like five yeah. minutes in massage time. That's not too bad. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like one minute in massage time. Yeah. No, it's, I, that's why I, <laughs> I made the joke in our group chat. I was like, dude, my plane's been down almost three weeks and I haven't been able to fly. Like, can you believe it's been down this long? And he's just like, no, no, I, I <laughs> can't, asshole. can't believe that at all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully flying it this weekend and, um, getting back getting back to uh i say getting back to it like i have a, a mission or a goal but just getting back to flying yeah but you've it. been flying and you do have missions and goals how's that been i going? do 
it's been going good. I finally, I didn't say anything on our uh, little group chat, but um, I wasn't, I guess I could say it. I was uh, struggling is a, is a strong word because it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I was, remember I was having that issue with the three quarter snaps up the inside. Yeah. The outsides yeah. are fine. Like for some reason I can ask, I, I happen to really like the outside flicks now. Um, and that has a lot to do with, I think how you, how, um, how you're sitting in the cockpit and making sure you're comfortable and positioning belts and yada, yada, yada. But anyway, um, yeah, I was having some issues with the three quarter flick inside flick up, um, and you know, coming out like with a lot of side load and, um, got some, took my own advice. I stopped, reached out, um, spoke to, um, Aaron and Goody gave me some good advice. Good again. Uh, fr- yeah. And a friend of mine here, um, as well, he, uh, used to be on the unlimited team and went out, did them. They still sucked. But then by the, uh, <laughs> by the fourth one, it like, it didn't click, but I, I did it. And, um, I'm not even going to try. I can't explain it, uh, because I'm going to, it's going to sound stupid because I'm so new at it. So just give me a couple of weeks so I can explain it better. But, um, I did it and it, and it worked and I did another one and it worked and I'm like, all right, let's call it quits, review some tape. And um, nice. yeah, it was like, it was like, you know, I, and I landed, I had somebody on the ground watching me and um, you know, I was, if anybody's, you know, around when I go flying, cause it's, it's somewhat close to the airport. I always have uh, somebody on the ground, not necessarily to critique, just like kind of the spotter and, and they'll let me know if some lines are, are here and there, but you know, they don't know unless we briefed on the ground, they don't know what I'm working on. If I'm working on, you know, verticals on the, on the left or right side of the box and kind of be towards the judges and parallax and being negative on purpose. So it's more so for all the traffic that we have around here, you know, we have Southwest that's going into Islip, which is a class C it's a small uh, regional airport. Then we have the, uh, all the, uh, the jets going uh, direct Calverton direct G- uh, to JFK overhead and then miscellaneous GA traffic. So there's a lot of, a lot of things going on. Yeah. Um, so I try to err on the side of caution and um, always have somebody just watching. Um, Smart. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it, I got it and I landed and um, I was talking to the guy and, uh, and I was like, oh man, this is like, I love these flights where like something kind of, it didn't fully click, but it, it clicked enough for me to be happy. Like I, I took a step in the right direction, you know? And then I was like, all right, let's find something else to fucking piss me off and get me stressed out. <laughs> Let's find another figure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool. I think everybody can relate to those moments too. Like even from primary to unlimited, like, you know, I remember primary um, um, just being able to do a, a slow roll and not lose altitude. And, and it was a great, it was a really rewarding moment for me. Um, nice. I remember nice. sports spin. I'll go through every category. I remember sports spin. Um, there was a one and a quarter spin. And I was always coming out wing high and then um, got some, you know, great tutelage um, and for my best friend, Scotty. Um, and he showed me how to get the wing down and and then that clicked. Um, so I was really pumped about that. Then uh, intermediate was when they, you know, you start throwing rotations on the on the up. And, you know, I, I never really did it. So um, quarter roll to the left. I wasn't rolling right really that much in the vertical. Um, when I got that, I remember I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is a cool step. So that's why, like, you know, um, advanced and unlimited, 
you know, when you get stressed out, like I, I get a little not stressed out, but like I get sorry, we're like mad, not mad, like upset. Like I'm not getting something. And then I look back and I'm like, you know, like you couldn't even quarter roll up. And now you're, you're pissed that you can't hit, you know, I'm whatever rotation or whatever, whatever figure in advance. Like if, if that person, if your sportsman self or your person three, four years ago was, was talking to you right now, they'd be like, shut the hell up, man. You're doing great. Like just, it takes time. So like, I think yeah. sometimes people got to remember, you know, it's, at least this is just my opinion. Um, it's in Amer- in America or so on and so forth. Like it's a it's a pretty long road unless you're you know a full time air show performer or you know you you have the the um, benefit of, of just having the funds to, to fly full time. And I say America because like in France they have those clubs. Russia they have the clubs where it's a very structured program and it gets you um, to it's very to, formulaic. Yeah, it gets you to the, uh, not the upper categories, but it gets you um, proficient faster than, you know, here, um, if you have, you know, economic struggles, like, you know, I have, I have a job, I have a family, I have to pay for it, you know, and I don't have, you know, Dijon Voltige or whatever French um, club located on my home base to yeah. have like, you know, um, whatever flow, whatever the world champion's name is, or big snap here to, to teach me. So um, <laughs> it's a, it's a long game here. And I think people got to really, you know, take that into account when they, when they get frustrated that they're, they're not moving up in category after two years or three years. Like that's, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, oh man. I should be like, should I, should I go to, uh, Give we should uh, like a speech. I feel like I need to give a speech to. I think you're an influencer. <laughs> oh, you, that's one shot for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it was just a really good flight, and like I'm I'm happy that like, um, you know, I got it because it's frustrating to to keep doing the same thing over and over again and keep fucking up. Yeah, you know, because like it's a lot of money. And then, you know, nobody's paying me to do it. <laughs> well, it certainly comes to that point where it's just like, like re- repeating it and it going yeah. wrong, like, and it's not clicking or, or what you thought you don't know what you're doing wrong, but you keep repeating it. Yeah. Nothing is more frustrating. Totally. And you got to stop. You got to stop and get help. Um, well, that's what I most people don't do important. is they be- they beat themselves up into frustration and then they like either yep. give up or they get pissed and it's like no yeah stop it eight steps before that and get help yeah um but yeah and then i was on um we were talking to, to somebody um a while ago you and i uh, you'll know what i'm talking about it's, it's irrelevant kind of who about doing like these videos and like but you know making them doing like basic type stuff and some reason we both completely forgotten today i went on youtube and i was actually looking for um i typed in extra 330 sc um you know just to see if any videos popped up with cockpit footage because i wanted to mount my camera see some better ways to mount the camera inside the cockpit and a video of uh mikey g popped up and remember he did those videos where it was basic basic aerobatics 
Yeah. Um, it was like slow roll, spin, yep. um, avalanche, hammerhead. And uh, I clicked on them, obviously. And um, what should we call it? They're fun to watch. And it's like, they're so basic, but like you could still learn. Like, you know, you sometimes you forget about the foundational elements of a figure. You're so concerned, uh, you know, as far as the upper categories go with the rotation elements uh, that you forget the the basic foundation of a figure. And, um, you know, from my from our standpoint of view, but even for somebody looking to get into aerobatics or, or who just got into aerobatics, like, man, like really, really cool videos. And if that guy, um, he didn't even charge for them. Um, no, in fact, I would even right now, if he right? put out a series and, and it was basic, even going up through more complex maneuvers, I would absolutely subscribe and pay for it because they're so 100%. good. hundred percent. They're so good. One, and yeah. you know, we, you and I got our pilot's licenses uh, before um, YouTube was a thing, but now, you know, when somebody like is learning to fly, you can like, like any maneuver you're going to do, you can watch it from a multi-angle perspective and have commentary on that. And I'm not saying that people should watch videos and learn how to fly aerobatics, but we we would be naive to think that somebody that has has good you know good spin training good upset recovery training good handling of an airplane maybe has um a a a, a basic foundation you know maybe a primary uh, maneuver level knowledge yeah. of aerobatics we'd be naive to say that that person couldn't watch a video on on how to do a hammerhead in an airplane very capable and go go try it and and muck it up and yeah insane. no totally you know um i i think now i'm not saying go try outside snaps like that at 800 feet but um i i videos like that are so cool because especially when you have once you get to that point where like you know you can save a botched maneuver right uh you can do almost anything now hard pushes and um stuff like that i'm that's different um gyro stuff different but a lot of these maneuvers if you got the ins and outs of a of of a how you can do this maneuver from a video and just go try it and just like hey i may jack this up it may not be pretty but i'll be able to try it because i now know that i have the knowledge to go do it i think that's pretty cool i think that's pretty cool i think that's the age we're in yeah and just to prove that like well i'm not full of shit and that i would buy that um there's a website because i remember as a kid, they uh, there was a film series by the EAA called um, it wasn't Discovery Wings. It was um, I can't remember now. Um, he, it was with John Nicholson. Um, let me just find it really quick on the computer. Um, was it the one that ended up being on Hulu? No, I don't think it was ever on um, Hulu. Uh, but they did a a bunch of Ultimate Flights. On ESPN Ultimate too. flights. Yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. So, yes. Because um, yes. I, th- I actually think you can see it, uh, watch them all um, on Hulu. I think I saw them. Oh, no. It was a, really? it was a series. I think I'll look again. Maybe, it, well, I, okay. Hulu and the ESPN app are combined. And I think all those old videos, because they're, they're old. Um, yeah. I would love to. I got to go home I and check that out. I think it's on the ESPN app. Double check. Well, I, but well, I, anyway. I saw it when I was scrolling. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when I was uh, younger, um, they 
Ultimate Flights did a thing with the 1996 uh, WAC in Oklahoma City. And I had the VHS and I lent it out or somebody lent it out and um, excuse me and never got it back. And I've been looking like every like six months or a year, I'll go online and I'll like go on eBay and see if it pops up because you can't. I just couldn't find it. And then for some I I was looking not too long ago. I don't even think I told you about this yet. Um, But there's this website called air to air TV. Okay. You ever hear about it? No. Oh my god, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna subscribe. I think it's like thirty bucks a year. And um whatchamacallit? And uh bark like a dog for me. <laughs> right? Number <laughs> one. Addy Shack reference. Um <laughs> but um yeah, it's like thirty bucks or whatever it is, but like they had it and all they have like hundreds or two hundred, three hundred videos of all aviation crap, good crap. And um yeah, I bought it right away. So like, and that was for like a 40, I bought that for a 40 minute, like 1990s VHS produced whack. So like if, oh, wow. if the Don, yeah, if the Don freaking put out like a, a 20 video series, like, and like two minutes, like the two minutes is fine. I don't give a shit. Like, um, and did it for every maneuver, you know, um, I'd pay money for that, you know? I think a lot yeah. of people would pay money for that. And like basic, we were talking to Rob about it because Rob was putting out like these like videos, which we love. Like I love seeing the tumbling and I love, I love watching the, um, um, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the unlimited known him flying that shit. But like, you know, from the standpoint of somebody just getting into it, like, you know, new aerobatic pilot, not even competitor, just somebody learning basic acro, you know, I would, well, at least me, like I would love to like, like we were telling him, like, do if you did a plain vanilla hammer and like talked through the whole thing about what you're doing, where you're looking, what's what you're thinking about next. Do you think about stuff next? Where are your eyes focus? Do you feel for something to buff it before you pivot? You know, like and just walk through like the whole thing word by word by word. So because everybody, you know, a basic pilot, somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience just thinks you pull vertical and then you kick at the top and that's it. But like in Rob's head, there's a million things calculating like wind drift, um, next figure, maybe, you know, did he placement, all this type of shit, like is going sure. through his head and you know, nobody know, you know, nobody knows. I don't know exactly what it is, but I would like to know, like, I would love to know what's going through his head. Like I'd, pro- I'd definitely be able to learn something. Um, so like things like that, like simplify, not simplifying it, but taking basic figures, from the standpoint of like, you know, a Rob, you know, a Rob Holland, a Goody, a Bourbon, um, you know, obviously Gullian and, and hearing them talk out loud about what's going in their brain, I think would be, I would, I mean, maybe I'm alone in this, but I would love to know what the hell is going on in these guys' head. Cause they're just, they're incredible pilots. Totally agree. You know? And then like, obviously like, if you give them like the figure one of the known, like they're not going to be able to talk through that fucking shit. Like it's the V, you know, it's a, it's a pretty high G first pill. It's a negative, you know, outside half stat that you got to hit hard, you know? So it's, can you imagine them trying to talk through it? Like, Oh my God, it'd be brutal, you know, but like, you know, what would be really great is like a lot of people struggle with uh, rolling turns and, you know, there's no doubt. I would buy that video from the Don to hear what he thinks about during a rolling turn and how he anticipates things and, 
and and what he does to cheat to to make it look good like and it's it's that's somewhat of a basic figure you know and it's it's people do it but it's hard to get a high score in a rolling turn so there's i feel like there's always something you can learn from you know experienced pilots um that that can do it um you know so like i think doing these uh these videos like mike did um i i I kind of enjoyed it that video more than say watching like an unlimited known would you agree i could believe that yeah yeah it's more interesting it is it is it's a lot more intimate i i mean like as far as like because mike's talking through a bunch of it and um it's engaging not intimate i'm sorry it's a lot more engaging yeah to the person yeah, yeah. watching it um and i would say intimate's the right word too because you feel you feel more connected to what's going on than just simply yeah. watching something on the ground and 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 trying to decipher it you have the person flying it tell you what's going on i mean if michael jordan um put out a video of shooting free throws and talk through his whole process from start to finish what you know as far as like how much he bends his knee where he's looking how many dribbles or wrist placement and this and that you bet your ass um, millions of people are going to buy that video to see if they can pick something up from it yes so like why would i the irony is that somebody like michael jordan i wonder if this is something that we face in the in the aerobatic world is like i wonder if because he would think that nobody would care right he'd be like that's so boring everybody like nobody would would like that and yet the whole world is like teething and i'm sorry is seething for like like bits like that like i love little like mundane seemingly mundane tidbits of somebody's technique or the way they do something and it might be something during a uh, uh, you know, not an insignificant portion of a maneuver. It's like, I love that kind of stuff, but it may seem so insignificant to the person flying the maneuver that is doing it to an expert level. Yeah. But I wonder if, if there's a, a kind of a barrier to like put that stuff out more now. I don't know. Like Goulian's videos are like the closest thing we've seen in recent his in, in like recent years that, yeah. that kind of get close to that. I mean, I just Googled it on YouTube. I, I googled how to shoot a free throw from pro like probably not the best search but um <laughs> a couple of them down is kobe bryant los angeles lakers star gives a free lesson uh 9.3 million views yeah so like i don't know i i i think that it's it's really important i learned i learned it uh from the morrisseys to get back to the foundation and and not to lose points on basic elements because once you start moving up in categories especially um you 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 tend to lose focus on that uh on the lines and the angles and you're you're worried about you know learning snaps or learning about you know tails whatever the heck and you forget just how to pull to you know how to turn a corner and, and pull to a vertical and and make the right radiuses and and things like that that you think you know and you kind of lose sight of um at least from my stand you know and and then you could take it from the standpoint of a, a person that has five hours of aerobatic time total who's just getting into it and yeah you know now now you got somebody like mike gullian basically telling you everything that goes into a plain vanilla hammerhead and you can watch that video over and over and 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 just 
drill it into your mind. And now, like when you do verticals in any airplane, or uh, I know every airplane kind of hammers a little different, but like when you do your your hammerheads, you're gonna basically hear Goulian like talking you through it almost. Yes. Or, totally. I, don't know. I I think it's I think it's something that I mean. Uh, I would I would love to see it happen. I know it's a lot of work that goes into it and ton of work and things like that. But I um, the only way it's going to get done is if people speak up and ask for it because yeah. the aerobatic, you know, the market share of aerobatic pilots at knows that want to you know learn to that level or just better their skill. It's not a tremendous market share to just go out on a whim and do it. So I think the only way we can get some of these guys to do it, um, you know. Like Goulian and and Holland and honestly, like Goody, I would all these guys. Like, is you got to let them know. You got to tell us, and we'll compile it and forward it. We always tell them as much as we can. You know, yeah. uh, what you guys say, but you guys all got to speak up and and ask for it or let us know, and we'll ask. But because they don't know, I mean, like even we talk to like I won't mention names. You know, certain superstars, and they just Mark and I talking. They have no concept of how important they are to people oh my god i mean they have a little bit but like they they they're superstars and they they're so humble and um you know i think that people got to start speaking up and and letting them know like that's what i did i mean i watched the video and, and what i do i freaking texted you and and don and i'm like hey dude like i watched your youtube video and it's freaking sick or whatever i said you know like thank you so much and I think that goes yeah. a long way. And I think people do feel that way, but I don't think they communicate it well. And I think that needs to start happening because if these guys here, they're going to do it. And They'll the reason more. why, I'm, I mean, I don't know, but if, if I'm a guessing man, the reason why Mike stopped doing it is because nobody was saying shit. Yeah. You know, and that's my fault. That's your fault. That's all our fault. So like, it's true. Um, we sit there and love up. it, but we don't let them know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the thing got four. I mean, without even trying, uh, Mike's video got four, almost five thousand views, which is a that's a decent amount for yeah. aerobatic pilots or people just, you know, because you know, the people that watch his air shows are just like air shows that don't fly. They're not going to watch flying the hammerhead. I get that, but like to have almost five thousand pilots watch this, that's that's a pretty good, you know, that's pretty good. Good, absolutely. You well, know? and, and um, could get, we could bump it up and get it, get it more. You know, there's more people out there that would benefit from those videos. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you, Mike. Thank you to Don. Um, Love you, Mikey. The best. Yeah, he is the man. And uh, we got some, uh, we got another superstar coming on the podcast. I don't know if you want to tell people about that. Yeah. For next week. Yeah, actually, uh, in fact, we have a couple. Um, maybe we could try to record uh, twice next week, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll push. You know, we'll we'll release normal next week, and then have one for the week after, maybe. But uh, um, we're gonna get Jim Burke back on to talk about um, obviously the big announcement of Extreme Aerosports being an MX aircraft dealer and service center. Um, so you know, um, and and you know, it's time to get Jim back on. Uh, obviously, everybody knows now that that extra has opened its own facility in Deland, Florida, um, and has parted ways with Southeast Arrow. 
Uh, Southeast Arrow still exists in some capacity. Extreme Aero Sports, um, it also exists now and and are are not one in the same, but but owned under um, I guess the same umbrella. Uh, Jim Burke owns both. Um, so I think it's a DBA. I had to guess. Yeah, that that'd be my guess too. Um, uh, you know, but I don't know that, and that's the thing is get, getting Jim on to see. You know, hey, is it is it a DBA situation? Is it Extreme Aero Sports? Is it Southeast Arrow? Is Southeast Arrow the the Cirrus composite repair and paint side? Is it the paint side only? Uh, is it um, you know what part is Patty Wagstaff School playing a role in this? What part is Extreme Aero Sports? What's going on? And then um, what's going on with MX Aircraft? I, I think everybody the big question on everybody's mind because obviously Rob Holland announced that full stop aviation in um uh are they in smyrna tennessee no no union city union city tennessee sorry um is a dealer and a service center as well so uh you have an aircraft uh the the you have an aerobatic airplane unlimited aerobatic airplane manufacturer that is arguably the most boutique actually it's i don't even it's not even arguable um they produce lower numbers than any currently produced aerobatic airplane on the planet that i'm aware of um but now you have a have two dealer network in the united states and two service centers so does that we we already kind of alluded to these theories but does that mean that we're going to see higher production numbers from mx um jim is very complimentary on mx um so hopefully he can elaborate more on that uh he's obviously you know he's going full bore with it i think the plans are probably to have him I don't remember if he answered it in the group text, but anyway, won't give too many too many things away because uh, we'll have him on to answer it. But uh, th- just some looming questions, right? Like um, he, it's been a few months since he's been on, um, and and the, there's obviously been some public announcements that we can now talk about and kind of find yeah. out more from Jim. So that would be really that'll be really fun. Um, the next guest is going to be Braden Lentz from Lyft. I think uh, as long as you're oh, awesome, with it. but it's it's well overdue uh, to have. Somebody uh, from Lyft have the Lyft, either Braden, Braden and Todd, but just have Lyft on to kind of talk about. Um, just because I, I mean it when I say that that I really love what they're doing for uh, competition aerobatics and air shows and and aviation in general. Like I really mean it. Uh, they really do support a lot of this, um, you know, these niche portions of the industry. So it'd be really fun to get them on to kind of see where they're at as a company, talk about stuff. And let them kind of uh, tell our listeners about what Lyft Aviation is, what they do, and kind of the products they sell a little bit. Give them a little bit of uh, um, exposure because they're awesome. I mean, I love it. I st- you know, everybody knows I still love Lyft a lot. And, um, so that'll be fun. Kind of get maybe some technical stuff. Talk to, to Braden about uh, what they're doing behind the scenes. Maybe some stuff they have coming up. That'll be fun. Yeah. That's uh that's what we have on the docket maybe for the next two weeks and uh gosh whoever else wants to come on let us know <laughs> yeah. who else we should get on guys I'd love to get uh Matt Chapman on um because he just got a, bo- a booker yeah man. oh my god um see about that um there's just so many people um that Kermit yeah, Weeks I would love to get on Kermit would be great oh oh um. 
I can't. Let me let me scroll down. Uh, I'm just I'm just literally blanking blanking on the name just because I'm so exhausted from um, traveling and the lack of sleep. Um, <laughs> but let me let me get the name here. Oh yeah, Shad Colson. Sorry. Um, so oh my god, Shad is the CD for this coming nationals, and he reached out to me wanting to come on later in the year about uh, about nationals, and so. That'll be later on. It'll be, you know, kind of a, I, I say, I say strategic. That's probably the wrong word, but you know, aptly planned uh, and timed for getting the, the word out there about nationals. Um, yeah. So expect that. Um, we didn't really hear, I didn't hear a whole lot of buzz about Snowbird. I don't know how that went. Um, obviously it was a well-attended contest, but um, you know, we're, we're in the thick of it. Uh, competition season's here. Contest season is here. So it's going to be fun to kind of watch to see uh, how the regional side of things goes as we kind of inch our way closer to nationals. Um, it's we're, I don't know. We're in the uh, first week of April. Uh, we have some contests coming up. We have uh, my local contest, June 1st through 3rd, Northern California aerobatic contest. I think the name changed. That's a very technical name. Now I think it was, be, it was going to be called something else before, but um, that's another one. Lift is, Sponsoring that Gamebird sponsoring it hosted by chapter 38. Uh, the Patriots jet team foundation is sponsoring it. And I actually think the banquet is going to be held. So Tracy and Byron airport are pretty close together driving wise. I don't know, probably 20 minutes um, from each other and the banquet, the award ceremony and banquet is going to actually be held at the Patriots jet team hangar in Byron. And so that uh, pretty cool for them to to do that. That's a little bit different. You don't really see that at a lot of contests, uh, uh, an arrangement like that. Uh, so very cool to have the Patriots host um, the the participants for the banquet. So June first through third, Northern California Aerobatic Contest. I mean, I mean, I don't know if uh, we can get the uh, the CD and the assistant CD on, um, or if there's a reason to. But we'll just keep pumping these contests up as they come up. I love it. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to try to go there and in, in some volunteering capacity, I'm not going to fly it. Cause I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I have something to, that we can close with. Um, yeah. and I just, rem- yeah, I just remembered it. Um, it's a little bit of shit talking. Ooh, here we go. It's about the French. Here we and go. And I just find it really odd that, um, what should we call it? That now they were talking about not coming. I don't think they're coming, from what I heard. And I just saw something pop up the other day on on I forget where some platform, and they announced the twenty second FAI European Open Aerobatic Championship in Italy on September eighth to the sixteenth, and the World Advanced Aerobatic Championship in Gene Nevada is October twenty fourth. How convenient! Interesting. And they had the, I'm looking at, I, I'm finding all this, the dates out on siva-results.com. And on tw- in 2022, they had, I guess, I don't know what the, this is the first, I'm reading this for the first time here, kind of trying to figure this out. So like 2023, the proposed seven, you know, sorry, the 22nd FAI European Open Aerobatic Championship. That's September 8th to the 16th of, of this year. Okay. Then if I look back on 2022, 
it says the 12th FAI European Advanced Aerobatic Championship, the one that was in Romania. Um, and then if I go to 2021, it says the um, 2021, sorry, yeah, was the 14th FAI World Advanced, not European, Aerobatic Championship in Poland. And they didn't have a European, I guess that's, that's the year of COVID. So it's, that's why I'm like trying to figure this whole thing out. Yeah. Um, then nothing in 2020, that was really COVID. And then 2019 was the 11th um, FAI European Advanced Aerobatic Championship in Turun, Poland. Huh. And then 2018 was the 13th FAI. Okay, so 2018 was the 13th FAI World Advanced. So where's 14? Then 2021 was the 14th World Advanced Aerobatic Championship. And then 2023 this year. No, it's saying the 22nd FAI European Aerobatic. So where's the 21st? Sorry, everybody listening. I'm just trying to, trying to get to the bottom of this. The 21st FAI European Aerobatic Championship in Czech Republic. Uh, it was in 2018. So it's been five years. This would be, they haven't had it in five years. And now seems like a great time. The one time in a while that we have the world advance here is just throw it to just sprinkle in a little European world, you know, open aerobatic championship just so gives yep. everybody an excuse not to ship their fucking airplanes. Sorry to curse, yep. them, but this seems so fucking like this is this, this is why like I, I'm so shit like this makes me so happy that I've decided not that, you know, it, I'll never be on that level of the French, but like me personally, I'm so happy that I made the decision not to do world like yeah. just because of shit like this. Like, why yeah. would you, am I, is it me? Like, do you, why would you even, wouldn't you tr purposely, even if you were supposed to have one, wouldn't it be a good decision not to have it this way? People come to the world and not just the European. I would think so. This is it's such bullshit. It's yeah. such bullshit. There's so anyway, not, go the, to same level. There's not yeah. the same level of commitment by these other countries, for sure. Not even commitment. Like, it's respect at that point. Respect, yeah. You know, like, they're like, fuck you guys. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll still keep flying over here. Like, fuck off. Honestly, like, the only thing that can that might change this, and I don't even know if I'm on, if I'm way off base here, but, like, just to get their attention... We shouldn't show up one year. I don't know if they care. I think they would because we bring a lot to it. We bring a lot of we bring a bunch of airplanes. We bring a lot of pilots. We bring we field a good team. Um, you know, we have a good presence. And I think it would I think it would be felt to what level of, of them feeling it. I don't know, but I certainly yeah. think that it would make an impression to them to be like, hey, stop being an asshole. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, we got to get, you know, we got to get Duncan or he's a CD of the, uh, worlds, right? I think so. Yeah. We should yeah. get him on the podcast to get an update because like, I'm not even to get competing, obviously, I, you know, but like, 
this just goes to show you like i think i i have you know the ability to do do decent at at gene nevada so i can go there as an independent if i wanted to it wouldn't be yeah. a big deal for me to go but like i don't want to because it's such because of this crap that's going on it is weird it, 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 that you know? is it's a hard thing to 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 ignore it's a hard thing to let yeah. go Go to siva-results.com and it'll bring up all the dates of prior contests. But what I can't, I don't know if I'm missing something because it's glide. It, but they would, no, they write glider when, for the results of the glider trip. So like, it's weird because like, so 2023, they have listed for the September thing, European open. And I think they put the open there now because people from outside of Europe, like Americans, Canadians, um, are eligible for, um, uh, to win, so you if you, you it used to be when you went to the European Aerobatic Championships, you wouldn't be able to draw a flight number. Yeah. So you'd always you'd always be the win dummy, fly one or two, fly one, two, however many however many independents there were, um, and blah blah blah. But now you're allowed to like I guess win a medal or something like that. But it's weird. September so 2023 they have it listed for the 22nd FAI European Aerobatic Open. Then 2022 they had it in um european advanced aerobatic championship that was the 12th in 2021 they had it listed as the fourth oh sorry 2021 they had the world advanced aerobatic championship and you know what's really interesting huh mark is it's so odd that when they had the world advanced aerobatic championship in 2021 in poland that there was no advanced european aerobatic championship how weird is that hmm. shocking that is weird no it's not fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2020 2020 was uh COVID, and then 2019 they had the world aerobatic that's that's uh the 11th european so wait let me go to um 2018 and then we, we definitely wrap up um yeah, better. I gotta go, unfortunately. Yeah. Back to kiddo right. world. I don't know. You know what? I was uh Let's just to be honest. Yeah. Huh. No, in twenty eighteen they had the World Advanced Aerobatic Championship in Romania and they also had the European Aerobatic Champ. But the twenty first Okay, so they uh, It's so it's so fucked up. I, I gotta do some research on this. It's not, confusing. I'm, I'm I don't wanna give out the wrong information and have uh you know somebody fly into my home airport and think I'm an idiot. There you go. That happened now. <laughs> Every time I leave my hangar now, I, I leave with like a hat and sunglasses on and like my hands over my face so nobody sees me. A fake mustache. You know, people are snapping vid- videos and pictures. Oh, yeah. and it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we'll, we'll do some more <laughs> research on this and we'll, we'll come back with some, some more definitive uh, info yeah, I love it. on it. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's pin this bad boy. Um, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you to Lift Aviation for supporting the podcast. Go uh, head on over to liftaviationusa.com. Promo code is FlyCoolShit. 25% off. Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. Go buy some shirts, flycoolshit.com slash merch. And uh, once again, thank you guys all for listening. We appreciate it. uh, And go check out. Yeah, go check out uh, Mike uh, Gullian's YouTube page. Yeah. Um, Just Google. Give a like and a subscribe too. Yeah, definitely. And, um, feedback let them know you love them um i know he really he actually does care about that stuff and everybody so 
Uh, but check out the videos. I think I think people will um, kind of understand what Mark and I were talking about here. And um, and yeah, let them know. I love it. I love it. Thanks, guys. We will talk to you all next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 